Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We asked Chuck that earlier today because Derek Carr is visiting the Jets. Make no mistake about it. Number one free agent is Lamar Jackson. And only because of some of the things that Chuck mentioned, but it goes deeper than that. And if he was able to choose his own team like Derek, if they had released him, which they have not, um, you would be seeing teams clamoring, I think, for his services as well. And Derek Carr is going to get a chance to pick his team. That's why we were talking about that. The full interview online at odyssey.com. Mike, uh, coming up, Bryant McFadden is going to join us. BMAC. We'll talk all things NFL with him. Maybe we'll talk to him about some of these rules that we were just talking with Bo about. Right. Just from a DB standpoint, because Brian is a two, two-time you know, Super Bowl champion. I know he has his opinions about what happened in the Super Bowl with Bradbury. But at the end of the day, the letter of the law, that's what Bo's saying. And he's right. The call was the right call. Yeah. I, I didn't like the timing of it. And you, can never, you never like the timing of calls in games. It's like a late call against the Hawks. You don't like the timing of it, but if a guy got fouled, you got to call it. Yeah, everybody is uh, – the talking point for a lot of folks who are upset with it was, you know, look, were you calling this consistently earlier in the game? Well, how many holding defensive holding calls were there? How much defensive holding was allowed? As we all know, you know, it's been documented. You could call offensive holding every damn play. So the problem I have in both we, we had kind of a conversation within the conversation, continued during the commercial break, but just in a nutshell – I just, and the point we're trying to make is, yes, Bo's actually 100% right as far as how the rule's been interpreted, but they've created too many rules. I'm, I'm for yeah. the deacon. I would deconstruct the rule book. I mean, literally, break, take half the rule book, and, and it's like, you know, the, the way that, uh, you know, they said Frank Sinatra would make a movie. The script's too big. Rip 20 pages out and throw it out. Let's go. Yeah. I just think there's too many things for interpretation. Same thing for college. I hate the targeting rule. I hate the, I just hate adding layer upon layer of, okay, because as a fan, you sit there and you roll your eyes. It's like, this is going to be a review. Here's another five minutes of my life. And I think there's just too much stuff that gets reviewed now because they've created this legalese, this, you know, microscopic in, in, uh, interpretation of instant replay, which is, just jams up everything. All right, I got to mention this before we talk about uh, some college football stuff, and that is when Fred McGriff got into the Hall of Fame, we had him on the show. Great guy. Fred McGriff has chosen to not have a team logo on his Hall of Fame. Oh, that's Hall of Fame that's flag. That's So um, he announced today he played 19 seasons. Played with the Blue Jays, played with the Braves, played with the Devil Rays. We know what he meant to this team, and he talked about it at nauseum with Mike and I, uh, which is another interview that's online you can go find. But he got in, and we were so happy for the, for the crime dog. But Mike, he's not going to offend anybody. He's right. not going to say, hey, I love the Blue Jays more than I love the Braves or even my time with the Devil Rays, so I'm not going to have a team logo, a logo on my Hall of Fame plaque. I'm okay with this. Do You get to decide. You were good enough to get in. But I do think, you know, that Braves fans deep down were kind of hoping, hey, we got another guy in the hall. So, I don't know, man. Um, you know you know, what he should do? is, And we talked about this when he was on the show with us. He should just wear the Tom Amansky defensive skills <laughs> giant styrofoam trucker hat when he goes into Cooperstown. 
Um, he will be inducted on July 23rd. Uh, we wish him nothing but the best. Like I said, great dude. But he wouldn't tell us. We were like, who's, go- what are you gonna- who's, who's the team? And he said, I don't know. Now we know. All right, let's talk some dogs. Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with the dogs. The Dog Report is brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia, a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs. All right, you may think it's unfair because he's on top of the world right now. And I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. But Todd McShay compares Bryce Young to Patrick Mahomes, Mike. And a lot of people are taking, you know, offense to this, saying, whoa, whoa, we've seen Patrick Mahomes. This guy's no Patrick Mahomes. And, and Todd McShay is saying, listen, part of this is when you look at Bryce Young, because he's a smaller stature guy, you think that he's not Patrick Mahomes. Six foot, 194-pound frame. Uh, obviously won the, the Heisman Trophy, but this is something we're going to hear a lot about. Oh, is he too small? Is he big enough? And McShay says, listen, I've got him as the number one quarterback being taken um, in the draft, but he also talked about his ability to move the pocket, Mahomes, mm-hmm. his ability to you know, have the presence that he has in the pocket when there's pressure, Mahomes, the magic he can create outside and inside of the pocket, Mahomes. And he goes on to say, listen, all I'm telling you is when you start looking at uh, Bryce Young, he's an undersized Patrick Mahomes. And he says, I have no, no problem saying that. I've said it multiple times, Mike. He's Patrick Mahomes in a smaller body. I don't think he's lying. I think he's kind of right. Bryce is the best playmaking quarterback in this particular draft. The thing that, that got everybody's attention about Mahomes was all this sidearm throwing and his ability to create outside the pocket and do those things and his accuracy. That's Bryce. He's just not as big. And I don't think he's wrong about this. The problem is, Mike, when you say this, now you're talking about a two-time MVP, a two-time Super Bowl champion winner, and you go, well, Bryce hasn't accomplished Jack in the NFL. I get that. We're simply talking about the talent aspect of things. Because in college, Patrick Mahomes didn't win anything. He didn't win anything. No. His team went nowhere. That was 500 teams. Robert Griffin III was a guy that took a lot of hits. He was six foot two. Okay. And his career is over because uh, a couple of Fal- – who was it on the Falcons that got him, uh, Bo, in, in Washington? Somebody knocked him in it tomorrow. But we had uh, – was it Lofton? I'm forgetting who it was. But uh, we've had a bunch of – that guy's career was – and he's six foot two. People say the size – I mean, the, the, the frame he's carrying. Is Bryce Young going to be able to weather the hits in the NFL? Spoon, he said. Yeah, it was, it was Sean Weatherspoon. Thanks, Matt. But it was Spoon. But you feel that Bryce is going to be able to take those hits. Drew Brees is not a big guy. Drew no. Brees is barely six feet tall. We've already talked about Kyler Murray. You know, there's you know there, there's been guys in this league, great different era, but it was certainly more physical when Joe Theismann was playing. He was tiny, you know. I mean, by NFL standards, you know, Pat Hayden. I can go down the list. Or you know, there's a lot of dudes that were a little undersized. So, do you worry though the, the speed the league has played at the contact? Bryce Young going to get blasted into tomorrow. And he won't be able to handle the hits. So here's the thing: you talk about Drew Brees, right? And we saw so many years of this. Part of the brilliance of Drew Brees was I'm not holding on to the ball forever. You could sack him, but we rarely did, all right? We rarely sacked anybody here over the last 10 years. But the fact is, you, you, you rarely saw somebody get a clean look right. to smack Drew Brees because he got rid of the football. And I, I think, Mike, if you're asking me, can he take hits? Yeah, I've seen Bryce Young take hits in college. Um, but, I, I, you know, the NFL is just a different animal. And, and I'm not solely going to base this. I've seen Kyler Murray run around, and I keep thinking somebody's going to crush him. It hadn't happened yet. Now, I don't think he's playing up to the level that, you know, his contract is, but that's a whole nother, nother conversation. Six foot, 194 pounds. He's the best playmaking quarterback in this draft. And by the way, McShay, McShay says he thinks Indianapolis is going to move up, Mike, 
to number one, which means they trade with the Bears and they get Bryce Young. He feels like that's what's going to happen. Now, we're two months away. There's a lot of stuff that can play out. But that's why he was talking about Bryce Young. If you're wondering, why is, why is he talking about Bryce Young? Because he has Indianapolis trading and going to get him at the number one overall pick. What about Lamar Jackson and his durability now for that kind of quarterback? He's, well, he, Lamar's like 6'2". Yeah. And, but still, now, but he's, he's missing a lot of games now with wear and tear. Took a lot of sacks, too, by the way. Yeah, but see, Bryce is not running. I, I don't think when you say that kind of quarterback, go look. I, I, mean, I mean, he's not a mobile. He wants, he's a throw-first guy. He but is. Can he, so you feel in a good offensive line, he's going to be fine. I do. Okay. I, that's that's where I'm at, man. I I think we get the 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 metrics of how big a guy is or how strong he is is sometimes just overrated. This dude's a winner. It's sort of like Jalen, right? Jalen's a winner. Everywhere he's been, he's won. I don't. I, I can't just dismiss that, Mike, and go, "Whoa, he's six foot." I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about some other position, if you said I got a six foot tight end. I'm a little worried, you know, but no, if you I'm, told me that my left tackle was six foot, I might be worried. I'm worried. That, this is different for me. 185 rushing yards. And, and that's not what he wants to do. That's not his game. It's I'm not, just talking about, but I'm, but I'm still talking about the size thing. Is he still, I'm just a little bit, he looks, he just looks a little slight. Is only Because I look, I I take him in the first round. Everything you just said is 100% accurate. The guy was a rock star. The, the thing is, the Ohio State quarterback with C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud can do everything. Yeah. But then there's this stigma now until Fields proves he can do it in Chicago. Do you buy into the Ohio State dilemma? No. No. I think every dude is different. I think where you're drafted, go back and look at where those Ohio State quarterbacks were drafted, who their coaches were, what systems they went to. All of that matters, man. It just does. Is Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, if he doesn't go team up with Andy Reid, who is brilliant, a brilliant offensive mind. No, and remember, we joked around about Kyler Murray. Everyone was waiting to see if Kyler Murray was the requisite quarter inch tall enough. Remember, that was had to be a certain. It'd be 5'11 or whatever it was. And then now, okay, that means you can play in the NFL. The only thing Drew Brees ever had to do was do this with his head to see over his linemen, and he's the, one of the greatest to ever dress out. Coming up, Bryant McFadden is going to join us. CBS Sports, cbssports.com. We'll talk to him about some of the things in the NFL. We'll ask him his opinions of Bryce Young and more. Stay right there. It is Dukes and Bell. Guy talks on the way. Normally, we get a chance to talk to Steve Coonan. Uh, All-star break. He's taking a week. Uh, we'll get a chance to visit with him next Friday. That is on the way here in about 10 minutes. Bryant McFadden is here. And you guys know BMAC, uh, proud Florida State Seminole, two-time Super Bowl champion in the National Football League with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he's a football analyst with CBSSports.com. BMAC, man, it's good to have you back on the show. Uh, we were talking about I just want your perspective on this. I know you probably talked about it at nauseum, but... Our listeners are curious, being a former DB with the Bradbury call, was it disappointing? Was it on point? Because he owned it, as I said, it didn't make it right. I mean, I, listen, you do things in a game to try to get away with it. But what did you make of the call that everybody was talking about coming off the Super Bowl? Well, for, for me, um, it was tough. He <laughs> did own it as a professional. Was it the right call? It was the right call. But what I've been okay if they didn't call it, yes. Right. If you look at the flow of the game, they were letting guys play football. You know, they were letting guys play football in the, in the secondary. You know, they were letting guys get away with certain things when they were a bit handsy. So that's the flow of the game. So as a player, when you kind of get an understanding and what referees will allow, that's how you attack the ball game. So that was the only issue that I had in regards to seeing that penalty is because – Throughout the ball game, refs, y'all were letting these guys play. 
So if you're going to let them play in the first, second, third quarter, let them play in the fourth quarter. Okay, B-Mac, let me ask you just a real quick. If you're holding a guy, or I don't know if you've been in this situation because your DBs never hold. Well, at least not obviously. <laughs> but, if, but if you're holding a guy and you're saying that the ref is looking at you and you know the ref sees you holding him and he's allowing you to play that way, your assumption as a DB is we're going to play this way all day. No question. Referees sometimes, and, and I've been in ball games where referees walk up to me at the end and say, you know, you was a bit hazy. I'm like, hey, Mr. Ref, appreciate you for like, like, letting me get through with that. I appreciate right. that. You know what I mean? Thank, thank you for giving me that window. You know what I mean? So now I understand how I can play the game. Because, yes, it was holding me. Let's keep it real. When you watch Bradbury and Juju, you never changed the course of Juju's direction. It wasn't even obvious. You had to really go back and look at it. Yeah, and I understand it in the nature of the game, the letter of the law, that was the right call. But as I just stated, they let A allow them to play. So allow me to play for four quarters. Don't allow the moment to provide you to throw a flag in which you wouldn't have thrown in the first quarter. And that's just it, B. It's just the consistency because, look, I don't know how the game would have ended, but if they settle for a field goal or a touchdown, I get one more chance with the time allowed for a great finish. So the refs, because of the inconsistency, deprived us of maybe a fantastic finish. And that's why I think this thing became such a, a story. I agree. And I understand people are saying, well, we didn't get a chance to see Jalen Hurts try to orchestrate a, a, a drive where they can tie the ball game. Well, they weren't deserving to do so. Because their defense allowed Pat Mahomes to march down the football field for a game-winning field goal. So there were moments in that ball game where Philly had every opportunity to win that ball game, in which is a penalty shouldn't be the deciding factor. You were up double digits at half. Double digits at half. With the success that they've had the entire season with the talent, you've got to find a way to finish the drill. Mm. Brian McFadden joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, B, uh, I'm curious. We were just having a conversation about Bryce Young. Todd McShay comes out and says, listen, he is a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. And we were talking about this six-foot, 194 frame. If, in fact, he's going to be the number one quarterback taken, and I think he is, does that concern you? Would it concern you if you had this pick, you're a general manager, uh, you're running, I don't know, the Steelers, pick your team, and you're going, I need a guy is does that deter you from not taking Bryce Young? No, no, no. If he's 194, oh, by the way, I don't think he's 194. I think he's somewhere in the 180s, but who cares? Okay. We can bulk him up. Okay. Let's get some creatine going, get some vitamins, get some milk, whatever the case may be. Let's get, <laughs> right. let's, let's get him on a plan and let's get him going, right? Because it's not like speed is a necessity for him in doing what he needs to do. Right. He has the mobility. We don't need him to be running 4-2, Let's bulk him up. Outside of that, he is a natural thrower of the football. This guy is a natural thrower of the football. Playing the quarterback position, your job is to throw footballs. He does it better than anybody in the draft. He has the instincts, being able to anticipate throws before the wide receiver hits his spots. Go back and look at that sugar bowl. Look at that touchdown he threw in the end zone. My goodness, one of the more beautiful passes I've ever seen from a collegiate quarterback. So what are we talking about? 184, 194, listen, wait staff, trainers, trainers, we got to bulk them up, whatever we got to do. Get some milkshakes, get the boost, get the, get the creatine, get the vitamins. Let's get this guy together. Put him on a shoulder routine to make sure his shoulders can handle the wear and tear that he's going to receive from these defenders. But I'm not, listen, no. So, so there be. 
Oh, man, phone crapped out. Get it back up. Brian, you got us? And by the way, we'll get Brian redialed. Carl and I were just looking at the, looking at the numbers. Uh, Drew Brees, when he came out, was listed at six feet. And you and I interviewed Drew Brees. He's not six feet tall. No. But Drew Brees was listed at six feet, 209. And as uh, we heard from BMAC, you know, yeah, he's maybe not 190 pounds, but it's just a matter of the right system and a good protection because this guy, you just, you heard from BMAC. It's amazing what this guy can do with the ball. But I am worried, though, about the NFL hits, taking the hits. Because if you go to a team that has a crap offensive line. Sure, you're running for your and, life. And you're going to put, and you know, the fans are going to want to see you in that first year. And then you got you know, another quarterback who goes down in flames. I hate to see that. Well, if you start talking about the teams that were the worst in the NFL, right? Um, the Jets, for example, right? One of the teams, you know, just you, teams that need quarterbacks. I, I think, and B-Mac, we, we, we lost you there at the end, but you were talking about the amazing throws of, of, of Bryce Young and just how talented he is. I think the comparison is fair by Todd McShay. I think people get caught up in knowing what Patrick Mahomes is now, and they go, well, he ain't done that. But the instincts, what you were talking about is what I'm talking about, and I think he has those Patrick Mahomes-like instincts. Now, he does, but that's unfair to Bryce. It is. Right. It's is unfair to Bryce to just throw that comparison his way because Pat Mahomes just showed all of us that he's one of the best to ever do it. He's only been in the league, what, five years? Yeah. Already. I mean, Pat Mahomes is in his own neighborhood. You know how you go to these exclusive neighborhoods and you see these nice houses? You're like, oh, my goodness, that house is great. Look at that house. But then as you continue to drive to the end of the cul-de-sac, you see one big house by itself. You got to go through another gate to get to that house? That's Pat Mahomes. Why are you talking about where you live, man? Come on. Right. No, I, I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. I didn't realize I you wish. bought Rick Ross. If y'all have me on more, 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 I might be able to get, get one of them tight houses. <laughs> so we got to come up with a game plan. By the way, Carl, you had like a B, me. B Mac, you know, on the, on the gate with yeah. two footballs yes. and gold. Yeah. It's a Brian no Mc, question. Brian fans with us on the no WayForward.com hotline. Hey, another name that came up, and this was something that was uh, Jason Lock on Forest said, yeah, from one GM. And maybe it's a bunch of smoke, but either way, one GM is telling him the Bears are going to shop Justin Fields. What do you think of Fields? No. And wh- where's his game at? And is it just because the Bears are a train wreck organization, they haven't done anything right around him? That's a lie. I don't believe that. I hope that's a lie. That got to be a dirty rumor. There's no cleanness to that rumor. I hope that's all dirty. What? Why would we shop Justin Fields? Why? I think, and let's do it like this, the best way to assess who Justin Fields is, is as a quarterback compared to the other quarterbacks that are in the draft, he, if you put Justin Fields with these guys, he's better than all the guys, even Bryce Young in my opinion, because we've seen success for Justin Fields in the highest level, which is the NFL. We don't know what these young quarterbacks are going to look like in the next level. We don't know. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. Will Levis, all of these guys we don't know, but what we've seen from Justin Fields with no help, this guy can be a potential superstar. So why don't we trade him away? Well, here's the deal. This is my thing. Proven versus unproven. That's what you're talking about, B. I mean, once I realize that guy can play in the league, I don't need to risk that anymore. I already know what I have. Now, it's our job to get him better, but why would I risk proven Versus unproven. If I don't have to. It doesn't to. make any sense. It doesn't. The unknown is scary, especially in sports. When you know what the known is with one guy, but the other guy, there's a bunch of unknowns. 
So what are we doing, Chicago? Stop playing around and trying to be so smart, the smartest person in the room to make people think you're going to trade Justin Fields. Stop that. No, let's keep it real. Let's let everybody know you want to trade out of this spot. You're not trading Justin Fields away. Number one, if you trade Justin Fields away, you're bringing in a young quarterback with nothing around him. At least Justin Fields has shown all of us he can make you guys com- you're competitive with him just because of his skill set with nothing around him. Yeah, we talked about it. That's why I got Falcon fans going bananas. They love that idea. It's our man Brian McFadden, two-time Super Bowl winner with us here on the WaitForIt.com Hotline, CBS Sports Podcast, the whole shebang. Uh, just real quick, um, C.J. Stroud, because I know we talked a lot about Bryce Young. What, where do you think about C.J. Stroud? Obviously put on a show. Could have been the MVP of the semifinal game. I think C.J. No debate. He's the second-best quarterback in the draft. You know, I just highlighted why I love Bryce Young. I think C.J. Stroud is the second-best quarterback. And the issue with C.J. Stroud is that performance against Georgia is what we thought we would see week in and week out from C.J., especially when you look at all the guys he has surrounding him. What he did against Georgia is why people believe he will be successful in the National Football League. I like him as a player, had an opportunity to be around him out in Arizona. He says the right things. He knows how to handle himself himself off, the, off and on the football field. I think he's going to have a bright future. So, yes, no doubt in my mind, one and two, Bryce Young. Outside of that, man, who knows where you go in regards to picking the next best quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, man, we appreciate you as always coming on the show. Continued success. Brian McFadden, guys, follow him. Social media, you get a chance to watch him on CBSSports.com. And uh, we always love your insight, man. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend, B. Man, listen, if y'all want to help me get that house, <laughs> uh, you guys can come over any given time. So, Bo, y'all got to figure out a schedule to help me be on a little more. Help B-Mac be beat great. That's all. That's all I need. Okay. Just a house all like right. Pat Mahomes. Okay. We'll, call it, uh, we'll call him Bryant McMansion. <laughs> I got you, man. We no listen. question. We're, we're going to get you on more so you can get that big house at the end of the cul-de-sac. All right, man. We <laughs> yes, got plenty, plenty more to get hey, to. By the way, a bunch of guys in us, while we were having that same conversation last two segments, saying, how come Stetson Bennett is never included in any of these conversations? Because he's not a dynamic talent considered by NFL scouts. Fair or unfair? Winner. He can run. Winner. He can move. Never question that. From the the skill point or the skill uh, set technicalities of how these guys get looked at, that's why it's not. Un- it's not. No, I'm just, not saying it's wrong, no, but, but Bryce is th- that's ba- why Bryce is a better thrower. And Stetson, look, I mean, guys, he's going to get his shot in the NFL. Would have helped that he'd been at the Senior Bowl and he can see what he does in the combine. But he he's going to get his shot. But there is a there is a certainly a template that he does not fit. Fair or unfair. All right, what do we got coming up in Guy Talk? All right, uh, Tiger apologizes for a harmless prank, which, of course, got blown way out of proportion uh, yesterday at Riviera mm. Country Club. We'll get into that. And uh, the latest uh, fashion style, would you like to wear boots that cost 350 Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. $50 that make you look like Papa Smurf. Coming up next on Dukes and Bell. It's time for fun. <laughs> it's time for guy talk. Yes! Never mind. It's time for shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! Yeah, boy. On a Friday, brought to you by our buddies at the Dukes of Bell. Hey, man, go stock up. Go get some. No flavor flavors up in here. So I bring it at you, man. Feeling festive on a Friday. Yeah, I was like, wow, all right, he went there. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't front on that? <laughs> yeah, man. So just to loosen up the mood. By the way, he was in full character. I did see him at yeah. the Grammy. He came out. Obviously, Chuck right. D, they performed that, that 50 Years of Hip Hop. And he came out in full character, man. He still got the clock on and everything. <laughs> right. So I, 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 I'm feeling very I'm feeling very funky today, okay? Matter of fact, I was driving around yesterday. This was actually two days back when the weather was really nice. I had the top down, and I was I was doing I was the Rick Jam. Same thing happened to me on Northside the day. I was grooving to you and I. Yeah. And it was a lady next to me who happened, and she's looked over at me, and she kind of like, she looked like Della Reese from that TV show. She looks over at me, and she's like, she just gives me the nod. Carl, I just got the nod. So I was basically, you and I. Go together like you get the idea. Oh. Anyway, it's one of Rick's best tracks. It is. Not aware of it. That hey. documentary was on, by the way, the yeah. other night. That's what made me think. So that's good. What got me playing on the uh, on the on the iTunes. Hey, man, uh, Tiger had to apologize uh, for a harmless stunt, but of course, nothing's harmless anymore in the world we live in today. Uh, he was playing with his buddy Justin Thomas uh, yesterday. It happened, and Tiger outdrives Justin Thomas. And you know, when you outdrive a guy on one good leg after being banged up like Tiger against a guy in his prime, you can break his chops. So we handed him a tampon as they were walking up the. Course. And of course, Thomas sees what it is, laughs, and they drop, and he drops it on the ground. And they both chuckle. Sure. And well, needless to say, Tiger had to make a big apology about this today when I'm talking to the golf media. So here's what's changed. 25 years ago, it would have never happened. Tiger Woods wouldn't have been in that mindset to have fun right. with guys he enjoyed on tour, and you thought he was an a hole. Now he does it, and oh my God. Right. The point is. Mike, these guys are friends. Right. They joke like this. It's just like you and your boys and your foursomes on Saturday or Sunday or whatever it might be, and you had those inside jokes. And, and the point is, to me, this makes Tiger, as we've been saying, look to me more human. I'm not looking at the joke aspect of right. it. This is just how it's relaxed this guy right. is now. Right. And I did get to watch, and he apologized. If I offended anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. We play pranks. And, again, you know, it's, you know I, I'm not even going to go down this road because, you know, people don't get the joke. There's no point. Anyway. I watched last night uh, the PGA 
version of Drive to Survive, which is, what's it called again? Is it Full Swing? What the hell is it called? Full Swing on Netflix. And okay. I binge-watched the first four episodes, and for those that haven't caught up yet, you get a nice, and what I like, Carl, is a good sample size and cross-section of all the guys on tour, from the elites from the dudes that are doing the private planes and living in these unbelievable mansions in Jupiter to the guys that are grinding. Okay. And one of those dudes that was grinding actually was in contention at the U.S. Open last year up in Boston. So I won't give it all away, but very interesting stuff. And I will say this, when you see a guy like Ian Poulter here, the funny pants and the English golfer for many years, I think his, uh, his best ranking was fifth overall. And being where he is and you see how he's struggling with his game and live golf comes along and they're going to basically double what you made in your career. It's not too easy, not too hard a decision, is it? No, I, listen, and the, the thing that I only watched one episode so far, Squid's way ahead in the game on right. this. but it's, it's really well done. But I will say this, um, the, the cool thing, and I, I think we just think all these guys are so perfect because they practice all the time, they struggle just like you and I. Like, if the putter's not working, it's not working. Like, sometimes and it may not work for a year. You, you go through these stretches where I just can't score or I can't hit the ball the way I want to. And I thought that was fascinating, at least in the first episode, because I think they were – it was JT, right? It was Justin Thomas, I believe, right. they were profiling along with Spieth, and they were talking about their friendship. But I, I can't wait to check it out because it is very good stuff that they're doing as far as taking us behind the scenes with these golfers. Yeah, it's definitely worth the view. And, again, if you do like Drive to Survive, by the way, which is the Formula One, is coming out in just it's less than a week, right, about uh, 10 days ago. At the 24th, so we're getting close. Mm. Can't wait for that. And real quick, Bo, because I did not watch, but you stayed up to watch. Who won the dual races to set the front row for the uh, Daytona 500? Yeah, the second row. Yeah, the because um, the Hendrick cars will be in the front row with Lar- uh, Bowman and Larson are one and two. Mm. Uh, the 22 car, I don't say his name because I despise him, but um, starts with an L. Joey uh, Logano. Yes. Is, and he still, is he still considered to be a jerk? Yeah, he's well, in his 30s now. He's a jerk. I'm no. just saying. I know well, at one time, time everybody out, hated him. Now, for guys who don't know, just give you some some uh, some background on this. When Logano came into NASCAR, his father moved from Connecticut down to Charlotte to get him in like, all the Bandoleros and, the, and the, 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 the series where you work your way up. He's a rich kid. And because he had everything, basically was born on third base. And so a lot of folks kind of resented the fact that this kid had all the resources. I don't know if he's necessarily a jerk. I just find him kind of two-faced. He'll okay. do things. Okay. Now he, he I, and I know uh, there's not. He's not the only guy that does some of these. And by stuff. the way, your dad has to be rich for you to be a driver in any sport, basically nowadays. Yeah, unless you're, unless it's the the, like, the amazing story like Lewis Hamilton, where his father's got to mortgage the house just to be able to give him an opportunity to to race. Lagan, uh, I mean the 22. Excuse me. He'll do things that he says. Well, that's just racing. And then when it's done to him, he cries foul and mm-hmm. whines and makes a big uproar about it. And it's just a little much for a guy who's now a two-time champion. By the way, he is a defending champion. The other uh, duel was won by Eric Almarola, who drives for Stuart Haas. And by the way, was retiring last year. Literally was, you know, I'm, this is it, I'm done. And then Stuart Haas uh, racing and said, you know what, we'll give you a couple more years. Came back, wins the duel last night, which also saw Kyle Busch, who is a uh, – Apparently, uh, a Mexican criminal hit the yeah. wall. Kyle Busch, uh, they apparently survived an active shooter scenario. They were close enough to one a few years ago that he carries a weapon with him, but he decided to bring that weapon into Mexico. Bad decision. Which now, I guess, means he's never going back to Mexico. Yeah. Bad so, but it's a, it's a thing. And, he, and meanwhile, he got wrecked last night in one of the races, too. So he's having a bad start to his season. Oh. But anyway, there's, there's you're up to speed on what's going on with cars, with wheels and such. Hey, man. Um, thank you. Uh, you and I were talking about a new fashion trend. And I had to show this to Carl. So there was uh, he had the visualization in his mind. Blew me away. Mischief. M-S-C-H-F. 
Big red boots are on sale. Hip-hop artists are wearing them, athletes. Uh, Diplo, one of Chris's, our engineer's favorite artists, was wearing the other night at an NBA game. They are giant, oversized, cartoonish red boots. And I, I liken them to what something uh, Papa Smurf would wear back in the day. <laughs> yeah, when you showed them to me, I thought it was like a joke. And then you showed me actual pictures of people wearing them. So let me guess. The Astro Boy. Yeah, these are very expensive boots. And because they're expensive, I'm going to buy them and, and basically flaunt and floss because you can't afford these boots. I'm sorry? How much, Chris? Oh, that would be $3,000, Carl. Huh? Uh, 3000 Hell no. Well, the mischiefs are only 350 These are the knockoffs. These oh, are the yeah. ones that the celebrities are yeah. wearing at the three game grand. for 3000 Well, that's right. part of yeah. this. That's, that's part of this, right? I can wear these. You right. can't. I can afford these. I, I don't know, Mike. It's one of those things. I think I'd look goofy as hell in these. Well, just because like the NBA guys and anybody else, just because you see it in Men's Vogue doesn't mean you have to wear it, okay? I mean, this just looks ridiculous. But anyway, you know, live and let live and knock yourself out. Meanwhile. Here's the fashion accessory, which guys who ride motorcycles might want to check out. I found this story today in the New York Post. It's pretty interesting. Carl, these are new for motorcycle riders. If you have to lay it down, save your butt. It's called inflatable blue jeans. They're blue jeans that have an air pocket that apparently will inflate. So you look like... um, who was that singer? Sam Smith in that video that he did with the giant, like, uh, if you want to look like uh, a like cartoon character, speaking of oversized stuff, with uh, these jeans, they're called airbag jeans designed by a Swedish company. Uh, it's called MoCycle, Mo apostrophe cycle. They crafted a pair of inflatable denim jeans. They break the wearer's fall using CO2. As soon as you start to go sideways, the cartridge installed the jeans. <laughs> releases the gas, and now you don't have to worry about road rash, and now you've got basically a pocket of air around your tuchus and your hips down to your knees, and you're sliding along the road. Okay, so wait, this inflates like an airbag in a car? Yeah. And it's uh, it's almost looks like you got saddlebags on your on your legs. Oh wow! So anybody's ever laid down a bike and gotten road rash? It's actually pretty interesting. I'm trying to find the price on these, and there's a demonstration video. I'll put the link up. I know we got a lot of dudes. I used to know a bunch of guys we used to see down at uh, Dugan's back in the day on Ponce. But if you're looking to uh, maybe protect your tuchus, especially if you're you know riding uh, you know up in the Carolina mountains or something, this actually makes sense. And it looks a little silly when it does inflate. But think about your butt. Well. Uh... If you've, if you've laid down a bike, first of all, that hurts. Secondly, I, only thing I would say, Mike, is it better work. Because if you, how much is this? How much? How expensive is it? I'm trying to get the price. And I will find the link Because I'm this. guessing this isn't cheap either. Well, as the man says, my mom said, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. And I'm looking at the website, and they're not showing the price. Okay. When and where can I buy? We're soon launching the airbag jeans. Coming soon. All right. So you put these on your size, and then when, right. you, when you, you get into an accident. CO2 canister. As soon as you start to go, I guess hit the ground. Whoop! All of a sudden, like you're the you're the state puff marshmallow man scooting down the dragon's tail up in North Carolina. I want a whole suit like that, right? <laughs> I just give me a whole suit like Not that. Not a bad idea. It's actually, I'll set the link of it. Mike Bell, ETL. You guys can check it out. There's your guy talk. All right, guys. Coming up, we're going to talk about our Falcons, and uh, there is a guy who we may be looking at that's at a school that's very close. We're going to talk about him and uh, something else you need to know about our Falcons next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.